This is a scandal of major proportions. If one person can prevent something as important as midwifery in the state of Indiana. That's Dr. Marsden Wagner on the state of midwives in Indiana who wished to practice without first attending nursing school. Dr. Wagner was director of women's and children's health for the World Health Organization for 15 years. This is Rob Burgess for WFHB News. Because of the plight of one such midwife, Bloomington resident Jennifer Williams, her supporters and state representative Peggy Welch, the issue of midwifery will be on the agenda this legislative session in Indianapolis. Williams is what is known as a direct entry midwife, not licensed as a nurse. Will the effort to make direct entry midwives legal in Indiana be once again stymied by one disapproving member of the Senate? While direct entry midwives are still technically illegal in about half the country, including Indiana, nurse midwives, on the other hand, are legal in all 50 states. Dr. Wagner explains the difference. There are a handful of nurse midwives around the country who do attend home births. Now, the other kind of midwife is called direct entry midwife because they go directly to midwifery school without going first to nursing school. Jan Tritton is the founder of Midwifery Today magazine in Eugene, Oregon. She says that midwifery in general, and direct entry midwives specifically, are increasingly gaining acceptance throughout the country. She says this puts Indiana behind the curve in its handling of the midwifery issue. The Midwives Alliance of North America, MANA, is the organization for, for, for all midwives. And uh, most of the midwives uh, that are part of that organization do home births. And then from that organization came a credentialing process called the Certified Professional Midwife, and it's an intense testing process. You have to have experience in testing, and there, there's a number of schools for CPMs, but uh, it, it can also come from pure apprenticeship. And I think the CPM might be legal now in about 22 states. Indiana is not one of them. Indiana's kind of lagged behind. Oregon is one of the few states where it's legal to be any kind of midwife. You can be a nurse midwife, a lay midwife, or a CPM. Because of its illegal nature, some midwives have had to operate under the radar and outside the law to practice. There isn't a federal law on the issue, and every state handles the issue differently. Because of this, she says, making headway for direct entry midwives has been a state-by-state -state battle. Different states have different rulings and it's like it's really kind of like trying to deal with 50 different countries. Last year Bloomington resident Jennifer Williams pled guilty to practicing midwifery without a license in Shelby County. As a part of her plea she was given a year's probation and told not to practice midwifery or medicine during that year. As a direct result she and her supporters have drafted a bill they hope will make certified professional midwives legal in Indiana. Bloomington resident Mary Helen Ayers is a certified professional midwife and one of the bill's main supporters. The bill that we're trying to pass is designed to create a licensing board for certified professional midwives in the state of Indiana. Currently, CPMs like myself and the other home birth practitioners are unregulated by law, and therefore we kind of function and exist outside of the legal system and with no formal ties to the medical system. And in some ways that actually has advantages. However, it also keeps us separated from the people who would potentially like to employ us and it keeps midwifery in this, you know, in a very strange legal gray area. The trend in the United States is to is towards licensure for CPMs and 
this is an area where Indiana is kind of behind, and so we're trying to bring Indiana in line with what's going on in the rest of the country. This is not the first time a bill like this has been introduced in Indiana's legislature. State Representative Peggy Welch, who represents Bloomington and is also a licensed nurse at Bloomington Hospital, has twice before sponsored similar bills only to have them shot down halfway to the governor's desk. I have been working with the midwives across the state and have legislation that has been drafted in cooperation with the midwives that would provide for the licensure of certified professional midwives. It is my intent to introduce this legislation, and it is my hope that I will get a hearing. But what's happened in the past is it has passed the House and has always died in the Senate. One woman who has publicly stated her staunch opposition to the legislation stands in their way. It's usually in the past been assigned to the Senate Health Committee. Senator Pat Miller is the chairman of that committee. She will continue to be the chairman of that committee. She is very protective of the health of the citizens of Indiana, and I uh, appreciate that, and I respect that position that she has. Senator Miller, according to Internet blogger Marla R. Stevens, has also been in the news recently for sponsoring another piece of reproductive-related legislation. In 2005, she drafted a bill that would require women requiring artificial insemination and in vitro fertilization to file a petition for parentage in court to receive a gestational certificate. According to the bill, there would have been criminal penalties assessed for unauthorized reproduction that would apply to doctors and patients who participated. Taking into account how strongly the senator feels about women's reproductive issues, Mary Helen Ayers hopes that this time the senator can be persuaded to rethink her position. Right now we have a key committee chairperson, Senator Patricia Miller, who heads the Senate Health Committee, who in the past historically has been pretty vocal in her opposition and pretty close-minded about the issue. That may be changing. You know, she's a, she's a fair person. She wants the best for the people of Indiana, but she definitely doesn't see eye to eye on this issue with us. Assuming the bill does make it past the House, supporters of the midwifery bill are hoping to persuade the senator to give their bill a hearing, if only because of political pressures. Georgian Catalona, who heads the Bloomington Area Birthing Network and is also a supporter of the bill, says her hopes for the bill are high and says the question of whether or not the bill will get a hearing is still in the air. It's hard to say. I think that there is a very good chance that it would, again, pass the House. Whether or not it even gets a hearing in the Senate, I feel like is a little bit up for grabs. I'm more optimistic than I have been in the past about it, partially because I think Senator Miller, who is the person who's blocked the hearing of the bill in the Senate Health Committee, I think that she's under more pressure than she has been in the past to hear the bill. And I think that there's just a a little bit more of a chance that we might actually make it into the Senate. I do believe if it got a hearing in the Senate, I think it would pass the Senate, actually. According to Dr. Wagner, though, there is only one way the supporters of midwifery in Indiana will get ahead. I think that what needs to happen in Indiana is what has happened in other states. You educate the public. You tell the women of Indiana that their freedom is being denied. Are, are you going to let this one person stand in the way of the millions of women and families in Indiana? Their, their rights and their freedoms? You know, we're talking about the sanctity of the family here. For WFHB News, I'm Rob Burgess. This is the Daily Local News.